Long History Sir Walter Raleigh's The Discovery of Guyana Part 5 The Man Who Discovered El Dorado Hello everyone and welcome to Long History again. For any new listeners, this is the place where we take source documents from history and split them into chunks of around 10 minutes or so. If you've listened to lots of brief histories and are looking for something with a bit more detail, you've found your place. Now the document we're looking at at the moment is Sir Walter Raleigh's The Discovery of Guyana. It covers Walter Raleigh's search for the legendary El Dorado. This is episode 5 of an 18-part series, so the first four episodes I'm sure are just a few clicks and taps away. And if you can't wait until the next episode, don't forget we've got quite a bank of documents now. About Magellan's journey, about Columbus's first journey across the Atlantic, and about Francis Drake's voyage around the world, plus many others. Now, in the previous episode, Raleigh left Trinidad Island and sailed towards the South American mainland, heading up the Orinoco River, before making something of a digression in his own text and laying out the evidence for the wealthy lands he aims to discover. In this section, Raleigh focuses on a man called Juan Martinez, who, apparently, is the first man to claim that he has visited El Dorado, a city apparently called Manoa by locals. So the last episode actually ended mid-sentence, It was describing some of the previous Spanish explorers of the area, but in this episode we just wanted to focus on Juan Martinez, who took up the second half of that sentence. So as we begin the current episode, we'll repeat that first half of the sentence, which mentions two men who explored the local area. Here's the beginning of that sentence. It was attempted by Ordaz, but it is now little less than 70 years since that Diego Ordaz, a knight of the Order of Santiago, attempted the same and it was in the year 1542 that Orellana discovered the River of Amazons. So those are two previous explorers, Diego Ordaz and Orellana, and now we'll go on to talk about Juan Martinez. So this is Sir Walter Raleigh's The Discovery of Guyana, Part 5, The Man Who Discovered El Dorado. But the first that ever saw Manoa was Juan Martinez, master of the munition to Ordaz. At a port called Morequito, probably San Miguel in Guyana, there lieth at this day a great anchor of Ordas, his ship, and this port is some 300 miles within the land, upon the great river of Orenoque. I rested at this port four days, twenty days after I left the ships at Curiapam. The relation of this Martinez, who was the first that discovered Manoa, his success and end, is to be seen in the chancery of San Juan de Puerto Rico, whereof Berreo had a copy which appeared to be the greatest encouragement as well to Berrio as to others that formerly attempted the discovery and conquest. Orellana, after he failed of the discovery of Guyana by the said river of Amazons, passed into Spain and there obtained a patent of the king for the invasion and conquest, but died by sea about the islands, and his fleet, being severed by tempest, the action for that time proceeded not. Diego Ordaz followed the enterprise and departed Spain with 600 soldiers and 30 horse, who, arriving on the coast of Guyana, was slain in a mutiny with the most part of such as favoured him, as also of the rebellious part, insomuch as his ships perished and few or none returned. Neither was it certainly known what became of the said Ordaz until Berrio found the anchor of his ship in the river of Orinoque. But it was supposed and so it is written by Lopez that he perished on the seas, and of other writers diversely conceived and reported. And hereof, 
it came that Martinez entered so far within the land and arrived at that city of Inga the emperor. For it chanced that while Ordaz with his army rested at the port of Morequito, by some negligence the whole store of powder provided for the service was set on fire, and Martinez, having been the chief charge, was condemned by the general Ordaz to be executed forthwith. Martinez, being much favoured by the soldiers, had by all the means possible procured for his life, but it could not be obtained in other sort than this, that he should be set into a canoe alone, without any victual, only with his arms, and so turned loose into the great river. But it pleased God that the canoe was carried down the stream, and certain of the Guyanans met it the same evening, and having not at any time seen any Christian nor any man of that colour, they carried Martinez into the land to be wondered at, and so from town to town, until he came to the great city of Manoa, the seat and residence of Inga the emperor. The emperor, after he had beheld him, knew him to be a Christian, for it was not long before this that his brethren Guascar and Atabalipa were vanquished by the Spaniards in Peru, and caused him to be lodged in his palace and well entertained. He lived seven months in Manoa, but was not suffered to wander into the country anywhere. He was also brought thither all the way blindfold, led by the Indians, until he came to the entrance of Manoa itself, and was fourteen or fifteen days in the passage. He avowed at his death that he entered the city at noon, and then they uncovered his face, and that he travelled all that day till night through the city, and the next day from rising sun to sunsetting, ere he came to the palace of Inca. After that, Martinez had lived seven months in Manoa, and began to understand the language of the country. Inga asked him whether he desired to return into his own country, or would willingly abide with him. But Martinez, not desirous to stay, obtained the favour of Inga to depart, with whom he sent diverse Guyanans to conduct him to the river of Orinoque, all loaden with as much gold as they could carry, which he gave to Martinez at his departure. But when he was arrived near the river's side, the borderers, which are called Orinoquepone, robbed him and his Guyanans of all the treasure, save only of two great bottles of gourds, which were filled with beads of gold curiously wrought, which those Orinoquepone thought had been no other thing than his drink or meat or grain for food, with which Martinez had liberty to pass, and so in canoes he fell down from the river of Orinoque to Trinidad, and from thence to Margarita, and so to San Juan del Puerto Rico, where, remaining a long time for passage into Spain, he died. In the time of his extreme sickness, and when he was without hope of life, receiving the sacrament at the hands of his confessor, he delivered these things, with the relation of his travels, and also called for his calabazas or gourds of the gold beads, which he gave to the church and friars to be prayed for. This Martinez was he that christened the city of Manoa by the name of El Dorado, and, as Berreo informed me, upon this occasion those Guyanans, and also the borderers, and all other in that tract which I have seen, are marvellous great drunkards, in which vice I think no nation can compare with them. And at the times of their solemn feasts, when the emperor carouseth with his captains, tributaries and governors, the manner is thus. All those that pledge him are first stripped naked and their bodies anointed all over with a kind of white balsamum, 
of which there is a great plenty, and yet very dear amongst them. And it is of all other the most precious, whereof we had good experience. When they are anointed all over, certain servants of the emperor, having prepared gold made into fine powder, blow it through hollow canes upon their naked bodies, until they be all shining from the foot to the head. And in this sort they sit drinking by twenties and hundreds, and continue in drunkenness sometimes six or seven days together. The same is also confirmed by a letter written into Spain which was intercepted, which Master Robert Dudley told me he had seen. Upon this sight, and for the abundance of gold which he saw in the city, the images of gold in their temples, the plates, armours and shields of gold which they use in the wars, he called it El Dorado. So it's an interesting story, and it's perhaps particularly interesting to unravel the strands here, because this Juan Martinez apparently told his tale of El Dorado and his visit to this city called Manoa on his deathbed, but we hear this story through the man called Berrio, the Spanish captain on Trinidad, who was the source of much of Raleigh's information. And we in turn are hearing these words from Raleigh. So we've got a man's report of a man's report of a man who spoke on his deathbed. And it's such a pity in the meantime that Juan Martinez was taken blindfolded to this city so he could never tell anyone where it was. And the other great shame here is that when Juan Martinez returned from this great city of Manoa or El Dorado, all this amazing quantity of gold that he was carrying was stolen from him, leaving him with pretty much no evidence of El Dorado's concrete existence and no knowledge of where it was. It's such a pity. So the city of El Dorado now having been christened, apparently. In the next episode, Raleigh will go on to describe more attempts to discover this city of gold. This includes an attempt by a man called Aguirre, one of the most notorious and violent conquistadors known as El Loco, the madman. Thanks everyone for listening, and before you go please don't forget to give this episode a like. If you haven't subscribed already, now's the time so you can hear more of these strange tales. But thanks everyone for listening, and goodbye.